Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs postgame show podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Cubs beat the Cardinals in the first of the series 7-5 at Wrigley Field. I'm Luke Stuckmeyer, the man with the stogie, Jared Willis, on Twitter at <laughs> J-W-Y-L-L-Y-S, and Cody Del Mendo, Cody underscore CHGO. Hell yeah, He's feeling good. Feeling great. Cubs are riding high. Their third straight win. And more importantly, undefeated in the month of June, Cody. Undefeated. Never lost. 2-0 <laughs> in our last two. 3-0 in our last three. And uh, the AARP retirement tour went one for seven tonight. Just want to throw that out. <laughs> Shane says all the Stuckies are here. We're still working on that <laughs> I, stream yeah, name. Yeah, Stuckies are here, though. Yeah. I like it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, first of all, we talked about all the big points going into it, and obviously number one was Keegan Thompson. Uh, Cubs fans excited to see what he can do. He's gone from being this valuable piece of the bullpen to now a spot starter who's done a pretty nice job. This was another nice outing and the furthest he's ever gone in his career, which was good to see. Yeah, like I said in the pregame show, I was looking for whether or not he could get into 90 pitches or more. And he was close at 89 pitches, um, but it was pretty clear that the sixth inning was the spot to take him out. The velocity was still there, but you could see he was starting to lose some of that command. So it was the right spot to do it. Um, but as far as, you know, for a guy who's basically brand new to the rotation, this is about as good as you can ask for. It was a very, very successful start for Thompson. you gotta, you got to feel good about that. And his ERA still under two? For the season, um, you yeah, know, one point nine nine, ERA, one point nine nine. Yep, barely, just barely, under two. But it's under two, baby. It's under right. two. I'm not an analytics guy, Cody, like you are, but I believe that is still under two. Um, Sources say yes. Yeah, math, no, and really, out. Yeah. he gave up three out. earned runs, but it could have very easily been two. They turn the yeah. double play. He gets out of it. They take him out. You know, one or two batters earlier, or if he just pitched one less inning. We weren't sure if he was going to come out for the sixth. So, I won't say he shoved, but he pushed very hard. Is that, is that a fair? An assertive push. Yes. Yeah. It was assertive, yeah. Yeah. I thought the first couple of innings he was really good as far as just pitching a contact and getting a lot of soft contact. Well, I only had three strikeouts tonight, so I missed the over on the strikeouts bet. But whatever. Cubs win. I don't care. Um, but 
the strikeouts he did get were pretty impressive, I will say. And, uh, you know, I was impressed going into the – or midway through the third time through the lineup because Goldschmidt and Arenado got to him that second time through. And then the third time he got Goldschmidt to, with a guy on second. I believe it was Lars Newtbar, a creative player that – I don't think is good at baseball, but we'll be good at baseball in October because that's the Cardinal way. Uh, <laughs> they got Goldschmidt to ground out on a curveball on the third pitch of a of a sequence, and it. I mean, I was impressed he was able to get out of that because Goldschmidt has been the hottest hitter in baseball as an OPS over a thousand, eleven homers. Like clearly, thought he has a his group. He's, he has a great history at, at Wrigley Field offensively. Like I was surprised that he didn't do anything there. Um, but again, Thompson's been that good this year, and it's it's really encouraging stuff. Even though, like, you know, you didn't strike him out or anything, just three pitches, got him to ground out, get out of the inning, and then you start with Arenado the next inning. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. sometimes that's what you've got to do as a starting pitcher. You you've got to get the out. Yeah. Um. In in the way that it comes to you, you know, you're not going to strike everybody out. You're not going to. That's not always the way it's going to work. Um, and Goldschmidt, I, I think we saw tonight, it's a 24-game hitting streak. So you really are talking about probably the hottest hitter in baseball right now. Um, to get him out in a key spot like that, that's, that's huge. So, you know, while we look at, like, the overall stat line for Thompson tonight, you also you do want to look at moments like that where he works him out, himself out of some of those tough spots because as potentially in the next start or at some point down the line when you're looking for – what's going to show you that he can go deeper into a game, it's his ability to get through at-bats like those. Well, and Scott Cedarberg makes a good point here on the chat that who saw this coming, you know, the ERA under two going into this season. If, you know, a month before the season we're waiting for the lockout to end and you're going through, what's this guy going to be? What's this guy going to be? And I don't know too many people that had Keegan Thompson looking like this into the month of June. I'm not yeah. saying they – they thought he was garbage or, or wasn't going to be a part of the team, but he's starting to show you that he almost certainly is a piece of the future. You know, and, and, and not just that, a really good piece of the future. And we've had people on the chat just in the last two days saying, well, he should be moving up in the rotation, whereas three weeks ago it was, and I was on that, I was mm -hmm. on that train, leave him where he's at, don't mess with him, let him build that confidence. But now you start to see that uh, he could be valuable to them as a starter, too. He's the most valuable pitcher they have. I, I can't – I don't know how you could argue it any other way. You could say Stroman. You could say Hendricks. But this guy's valuable wherever they put him, and he's young, and he's cheap. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. all of those things. And, and, frankly, for me, slightly unexpected. So, he's, he's all of the things the Cubs are looking for right now. Yeah, I mean – Admittedly, coming into the season, I was more optimistic about Justin Steele than Keegan Thompson, yeah. and I'm not saying that I'm out on Justin Steele, but Keegan Thompson has like far, like far, but like gone far and above what I expected from him. I thought that they would start him out of the bullpen, and but did not think they were going to give him a, ch a chance to come back and be a starter. But he's been that good, uh, so you know, all the credit to him. Shout out to Phyllis; she likes our tweets all the time. Hope she watches the show. We love you, Phyllis. Yes. Um, but, yeah, no, it's <laughs> – it's. he's just been – you know, we talk about yeah. exploring. You know, that's – we should just put – make a shirt that says exploring on it. 
Um, talk about, you know, finding what's guys for the next team. Mm-hmm. And, like, he looks like someone who's going to be here. Well, and he, you know, on one hand, yes, he, he's in the rotation because of some injuries, mm-hmm. but he's also there because he's earned the spot. He's performed in a way that put him there as well. So, you know, in, in, in the environment that the Cubs are in right now, if he continues to perform like this as guys get healthy, you become somebody who they make decisions about, like, we're going we're gonna to make sure that we can keep you here in the rotation because you're having success, because it's working. Um, and you're right. Like, you, you think about the future of this rotation – Keegan Thompson is one of those guys, and so why not continue to create these opportunities for him? So I have a good question, and it's raised here on the uh, chat. Someone says, is he an all-star? You know, I won't go as far as my buddy Cap as saying he's the best pitcher in Chicago this season, which I guess I suppose you could make an argument for, but I just won't. He's been in different roles. He's been in different roles, so it's tough to judge just his – starts against some other guys that have been doing it all season. Could you make an argument for him as an all-star? Well, his record's like 5-0, and right? Yeah. 6-0. and I would say it's 6-0 now. 6-0, close to yeah. a quality start tonight. He's been good in both roles. That's not, you know, a guy that's bouncing back and forth is not typically the type of pitcher they pick for an all-star game. Yeah. But frankly, if you're trying to win the all-star game, that's not a bad guy to have in there. Yeah, I think one of the, the questions might be, how many all-stars do we think the Cubs are going to have? Right. Um, and if it is just one, because sometimes if you're – Wilson. Yeah, it's probably – it's got to be Wilson. But if you get more than one, then, yeah, I, I think at this point in the season, at least it's a fair question. You know, yeah. it's not how to, out of left field to wonder maybe he is an all-star. Because if they do get multiple all-star spots, you've got Wilson. Um, I think it will matter, too, depending on, like – so how does it work again? It's fan voting, right, for the starters, but then the rest of the, the rest of the the guys are from like managers. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's not going to be a he's, he's not, not going to be a right. starter. No, but like, depend. I do think it might matter depending on where the Cubs are come mm-hmm. you know the end of June. Like if they are around five hundred and are have a better record than cer- certain teams that you know had more expectations. Why not? Like. Again, a lot would have to happen. We're seven games under 500, and, you know, things, you know, we're, we're riding the high of three straight, three straight wins, so just let me be a little delusional, okay? <laughs> Don't yell at me about it. I know I'm being delusional. But, again, if they were to be around 500, a lot of credit would go to Keegan Thompson. So I think that if something like that were to happen, then, yeah, maybe the Cubs could get two All-Stars. It's not like not saying the Cubs are going to get – five all-stars, but two with Wilson yeah. being one of them and then Thompson being the best pitcher on the Cubs staff this year, far and away the best pitcher on the Cubs staff. And that, and if, and if that team is somewhere near 500, who knows? It's amazing that we can even have the conversation without giggling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if, if yeah. you just said crying. that in spring yeah. training, everybody just would have laughed and been like, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, right. Keegan Thompson, all-star. Sure. Yeah. But no, it's, it's <laughs> not unthinkable. Yeah. I think it's, Still unlikely at this this point, but it's not, not a, impossible. It's not a crazy question to no. ask, at least. Yeah. Um, and the next storyline coming out of this, you know, there was a lot of guys that contributed offensively, but we're hoping Ryan Herrera will be able to join us before the end of this podcast. I'm sitting here, and all I can think about is when are we getting an update on Wilson? 
Yeah. Yeah. What's up with Wilson Contreras? Because he was hit right where got, a lot of guys like to put that the sh- protector, the little shin right. guard thing. It looked like it caught him maybe high ankle. And there, there's the bone gets a lot smaller there. And I just... Knock on wood, everything's all right. He didn't look too bad coming out of the game, but he did come out of the game, hit by a pitch, and you go, well, worst case scenario, if something's wrong there, and the x-ray doesn't go well, now where are you at with Wilson Contreras? Well, I am seeing, we've got somebody in the comments who x-rays were negative. Okay, um, So I know news. sometimes from being in the press box, the team will give you an update during the game if, if they find out right away. So that's... That's a good sign, and yeah, I'd love to hear from Ryan if he's able to join us a little bit later and just find out exactly what they had to say. But I think back to with Wilson, um, that game not too long ago when he ran to second base and then felt something a little off in his hamstring and said, you know, and pulled himself sort of as a precaution mm-hmm. from the game. Um, and David Ross was, you know, paid, gave him high praise for doing that, just saying, you know, hey, that was a veteran move. Um, because you, as much as you might want to push yourself, if something doesn't feel right, come out of the game so that we can make sure everything's okay. So it could be that kind of a situation tonight. Ryan just tweeted seven minutes ago, x-rays were negative. There we go. Okay. So, Ryan, of course. He's That's good it. news, he's right? I, I, would, I would not be surprised if he takes if they give him the day off tomorrow, though. Right. But he's it, also your hottest hitter. That's true. I mean, he's been on fire. Or lately. if he does play tomorrow, probably DH again. May, may DH again. Normally, you would, you know, after like Higgins catches a night game, and then you don't want to have to have him catch the day game the next day. Right. But in this situation, you maybe you ask Higgins to do it so that Contreras can DH or just sit out altogether. Um, and with a doubleheader coming up Saturday, there's, you know, he's gonna probably gonna have to catch one of those games. Um, so. Yeah, maybe you try and give him the, the full day off tomorrow. I just know when I, when I saw it, I, the first thing I thought of was, well, you know, A, he's playing their best right now, and B, how do you trade a guy if you're going to trade him with when he's, a broken bone and he's not yeah. playing? That's going to be a problem, Bob. <laughs> I stole one from Shout Cody out to Corey that. in the comments. He says, yeah. am I too late to hear Cody call Keegan the mayor of Chicago? Uh, no, Keegan Thompson is my mayor of Chicago. He is, he should be Chicago mayor. Step aside, Lori. No, no, Corey. He's now calling him the uh, captain of the all-star team. <laughs> He's gone yeah. from the mayor all-star. of Chicago to the captain of the all-star team. I know all-star captain, yeah. Keegan Thompson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, he, he just was let me really be good. delusional for a few minutes, all right? Yeah, just enjoy it. <laughs> I always tell just you, nice to win just one. go ahead and just nice to win one. Enjoy it's just it. It's nice to win. Uh, you know who was pretty good uh, after Keegan Thompson was the bullpen again. I know yeah. Givens had the hiccup there at, at the end, but yeah, Rucker, two thirds of an inning, no run, and F Ross. I mean, you were talking about Keegan Thompson. F Ross has been right there with two him. Two innings, man. For, for guys that have been surprises. On the pleasant side, he's he's high on that list too. Both guys have been yeah. really good. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, Givens allowed Yachty to get a hit, so boosted his batting average to 218 since he blocked me on Instagram. It was all the way down to 206. He's not bitter, though. But, you know. Who's keeping the, track? Who's keeping track, though, guys? Like, But, yeah, and then he gives up the homer to Bader, of course. Um, someone who, you know, I don't, it is what it is. It was just nice to have those insurance runs in the eighth inning, right? 
if this game would have been tied, we not only would I be mad that the Cubs blew yet another lead, but Stucky would be mad. We'd be sitting here oh, for extra innings again and, and all of that. And then the chat would be freaking out probably if they lost or just disappointed, whatever. We would have seen the end of the Celtics-Warriors game. We would have. So we would have. You know, sounds like we didn't yeah. miss much at the end. Yeah, it doesn't sound like we missed much, though. So, that didn't happen, though. So, you know, I'm glad Givens figured it out. And, again, the bullpen has been good the last two nights. Efros hadn't pitched since Sunday. so And he had been used a lot before Sunday. And he had started giving up runs a little bit. So, I'm glad that Ross gave, found a way to give him a couple days off because, especially with that doubleheader, he managed to do it. And... uh you know, pay mm-hmm. dividends tonight. So. Yeah, and it's, it is really helpful when you're playing as many games as they are during this homestand um, and still, you know, even now having four more games to, to get through over the mm-hmm. next three days, you've got to manage your bullpen accordingly sometimes. And when you can get something like what Efros did tonight where he gives you multiple innings, that's, you know, that, that pays dividends down the road. You know, tomorrow, Saturday, that, that's what helps – um, the rest of the guys in, in the bullpen. And, you know, Efros getting a few days off and then looking a little sharper. I think sometimes with these newer guys or these younger guys, we forget that, you know, the managers kind of have to figure out what's the best way to use this guy. And so sometimes when a reliever is going through a little bit of a rough patch, it could be just a matter of, well, hold on. Let's, is he better when he comes in with a, in a clean inning? Is he better after having had a couple of days off? You know, all of those kinds right. of things. So maybe we learned something about Efros tonight. Well, and you know what else really stuck out about this game to me was offensively four or five times, right? Pushing the ball the other way. Mm-hmm. Not trying mm-hmm. to pull the ball constantly. They beat the shift. Even when the shift wasn't on, Madrigal took it down the line. Horner took it to right. Schwindel, who had a great game, took it to right. Who else am I missing? I, there were at least four guys, four different times. Madrigal that, took it to right. Did you say him? Yeah, I said Madrigal did it. Schwindel Frey, did it. Horner did it. Wasn't Frazier. Frazier went up the middle. It's those three guys. It was mainly those three guys. And that Somebody inning, else went up the middle, though, and we said it wasn't. It was Frazier. It was Frazier. Yeah. yeah. And, all, and he, was, you know, he got the RBI single. And they're getting pitches up in the zone that yeah. passed Cubs lineups had a lot of trouble with that heat that's that's up high there so those were good hits to see especially like you said taking it to to the opposite field that's that's quality hitting pretty well, wild that we took forever to even mention chris morell's name tonight there's there were some positives in they yeah. beat the cardinals yeah there mm-hmm. were a lot of guys that had a good game in this uh i saw i think it was near and say hey there's some there's some positivity going on this team, you know? Yeah. Um, and he's been one of the more negative people in the in the chat. So <laughs> when he's saying something positive, you know, good some, night. there's some crazy things going on. It actually wasn't near, and it was Ravi come up. It was Ravi. Oh, it was well, Ravi's like on the roller coaster. He's always like, it, when he's in the chat when the Cubs lose, it's like, we stinks. And when they <laughs> win, it's like, hey, we're we're not that bad, I guess, you know? And and I, I, I appreciate him riding the roller coaster, you know? I just know that <laughs> Schwindel, uh, when he turned it around a little bit a couple weeks ago, it was going to right field. Uh, he had a hit like that again the other day. Nico Horner definitely had one. Was it last night? It was almost the same pitch. It was almost up at his eyes, really high, and he kind of pulls his hands into his body and pushes it out to right field. And it's, it's yeah. just it's good hitting. You need those guys. Like you said, they didn't have that in the past. I don't want every player on the team to be doing that. But that is a nice mixture to have of guys that can do that 
So a pitcher can't just come in and go, boom, top of the zone, boom, top mm-hmm. of the zone. Yeah. And that, that mixture, if they can get more guys with the power eventually, that will be a successful offense. Yeah, because when you have guys hitting like that and, and getting themselves on base in front of somebody with some power who can you know drive them in, that's your recipe for an offense that can score a lot of runs. And it's yep. kind of like what it felt like the Cubs were missing in the last few years when they had a lot of power, but not necessarily a lot of guys who could get those types of hits. And so so now it's flipped, and, and I think it's easier to go out and get power sometimes than it is the opposite. So if you're thinking about building toward the Cubs' future, what you're seeing on the field right now, there's some, some pieces there that are definitely, definitely good. But also keep in mind, if they are going to trade Wilson Contreras, that's one of the few guys on the team with some pop where the right. other teams will be like, can't make a mistake here, he'll take us out. And I know, obviously, Wisdom is one of those guys, but oh, Uh-oh. somebody giving a, a Valpo shout-out there. Yeah, oh. DG. How about that? Shout-out to Valpo, nice. I guess. We need nice. any, any Eastern Illinois University alums in the chat? That's where I went. Let us know. All Stucky, smash that like button, please. I, I think went it's into, a thing yeah, now. It's I, went, a thing. I went into the chat and was like, guys, we got five likes on the video, but... Fifty-five watching. Now we got sixty-two watching. Seventeen likes. So we're moving up. Appreciate Let's everyone liking. It so we can find other Cubs fans. Uh, I was looking at the box score. Everyone uh, that started at least tonight uh, had a hit except for Patrick Wisdom. Uh, but Patrick Wisdom did have a walk tonight mm-hmm. and an RBI because of his walk drove in a run. So everyone was productive. So you love to see that against this. Honestly, this Cardinals team. Has been playing very well. They're very mm-hmm. good. I hate them, and I hope they lose every game, but I'm not going to sit here like a moron and say that they're not good. They are a good baseball team, and uh, you know, to get a win in the first of five, like that takes some pressure off going in tomorrow. You got Stroman tomorrow. You're feeling good. You got the, you know, you know, sun's out vibes, all that stuff. If you know, you know. Like it. It, we feel much better going into Friday 120 tomorrow after tonight's win. And this offense just, you know, nothing. There's nothing special about it, but they found a way tonight. And I, you know, yeah. against yeah. a good team like that, you give credit where credit is due. We're going to sit here and complain about the 20-5 to five loss to the Reds and how that's like the low point of the year. Well, whenever they beat a good team like the Cardinals, we got to celebrate the good times when we can, man. Yes, for sure. We did get an EIU shout out. Hell yeah, Jerry so, Potts. I just want to make sure you – there you go. Any okay. Texas Longhorns fans in the comments, let us know, please. Let us – I'll fly you out and come see the studio. I need another friend here. Come see the studio. <laughs> fly um, you out. That's I got a question for you. How long would Morrell have to keep this up for you to buy in 100%? I think if we can get to – not even necessarily at this pace, but if we're at the all-star break – um, that's when that's when I think I'm I'm buying in because you know with, with it like with any hitter, you you give it a few weeks, you give it a month, a little bit longer, and kind of see where they're at. Because um, what I want to see happen is, you know, the league is is kind of building their scouting report on him. They're Saya. they're right exactly. They're building the book on the guy, yep. and so as he starts to face other teams or starts to face teams again. Um, 
and you see how maybe they change their approach to him and so you know and, and the at bats get tougher um that's when i want to see okay how do you adjust to this how do you how do you respond how do you handle that um because I, I will give morell a lot of a credit he puts together quality at bats so i think um that he's capable of adjusting and and can sustain some level of success over the long term but yeah i'll say all-star break if we're still doing like this, then I'm a believer. Yeah, I mean, currently has an 842 OPS, so I'm with Jared. If he has an OPS over 800 by the All-Star break, sign me up. I'll probably already buy the jersey. I'll, I'll probably have it within the next two weeks just because I, I am who I am. Not, I'm not ashamed of it. Um, but I think the reason that I've already basically have become a believer is what Jared said, the quality at bats, man. Like, first – First at bat tonight, double just sets the tone of the game, leads to Contreras homer. Uh, next at bat, line out, great catch, whatever. Can't get a hit every time. Gets a walk in the third inning, and and that was a great at bat too. I thought. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I can't remember the or no the last at bat he they had the runners on first and third, and even though Higgins was out at home, he still put the ball in play. That's just great defense by Tommy Edmond at shortstop. You give credit where credit is due. Those are the little things that we saw over the last three years, I feel like, where runner on third base can't get him in with less than two outs. We've seen it plenty of times this year. But And even though it didn't work out for the Cubs there, you like the fact that he he just found a way to, to put the ball in yeah. play. Because that's, that's what you want to see any hitter do. He's doing right. the right thing. And you're right, even though it didn't work out because of, you know, Higgins, just bad, a little bit of bad luck with some mm-hmm. good defense there. It was one of the few times yeah. it didn't hit the ball hard. Right. You know what right. I mean? And, again, like, it's it's little things like that that, have, that can keep you believing because even though Higgins didn't score, you still got what you wanted out of Morrell to, to do in that bat and not just put the ball in play. You can't control how, how, where the ball goes, right? So, well, sometimes you can, but in a way, like – kind of how Schwindel and Horner did in that that inning with that Frazier drove right. one run in but um again like it's to me it really is the quality of bats whether he makes an out or not despite all of the excitement that he constantly shows on the baseball field it's the poise that he shows in those at bats it's the comfort level despite the fact that he has to take a deep breath before a lot of these big swings um you saw it again tonight, just like last night. He would step back, take a deep breath, but it still doesn't seem to be the moment too big for him. And it's, you know, for a guy that barely played it, you know, above the double yeah. A level for just a couple of games, yeah. it, none of it seems too big for him. And even though he is taking the deep breaths, I think knowing himself well enough to know that that's something he needs to right. do between pitches, I like seeing that because it's, it's a sign that he's. He's got that self-awareness like this. He may not be that way forever as a hitter, but at least for right now, he's recognizing I'm real. I'm feeling the moment or perhaps or I'm feeling the pressure and this is what I need to do. Maybe I need to turn around and have Wilson remind me to do it. But, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I tell you what, if he keeps hitting this way, he will do that the rest of his career. That'll, yeah, be, that's, that'll that, become part of his ritual if it isn't already. He's a baseball player and that's, that, that's One, how uh, they tend to work. We haven't even mentioned Ian Happ who hit a homer. Yeah, which uh, ended up pretty big. I really do like him and Frazier back to back, even though you can't tell who's who because they look so similar. But (laughs) 
him, like the last two games that happened, Frazier have been back to back in the lineup. They've both produced really well. Frazier, two walks and two hits tonight. Um, we're getting a look at him, and he's OPS up to 750 in the small sample size he got, which is it's nice to see. It's better than seeing that, like, it was, I think it was well under 600, you know, before the last game. Yeah. So you'll love to see him making, you know, getting in there offensively and, and making some noise. And Ian Happ from the right side, too. Like, right. Right. it's, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, from the right side. I think Ryan tweeted batting 366 now from the right side this year. I mean, that was something that, hell, I. I talked to people who are like he needs to he needs to pull uh what's his name Cedric Mullins on the Orioles he used to be a switch hitter and then he just became strictly lefty or righty I can't remember and what's interesting is and, and Hap is is doing well and being a switch hitter now he Hap is was naturally a right-handed hitter um, but struggled but struggled <laughs> so he became a switch hitter yeah. when he was really young um, and then you know, funnily enough, becomes he's better from the left-hand side, even though that's not his natural side. Um, but has has made some adjustments so that he can hit the ball better on the on the right-hand side. Um, you know, I hate plugging myself, but I did write an article about Ian Happ switch hitting <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. If you want to go check it out? Allchgo.com. Allchgo. Subscribe so that you can read it. Subscribe. Yes, we have nothing but premium written content. You know, he's and Hap is such a uh, gifted natural athlete, which a lot of these guys are. You know, you yeah. hear Kyle Hendricks is like a scratch golfer, too. Um, I wonder if Hap can swing a golf club from both sides. Oh, no, people I talk should about the two that. most difficult sports right. hitting a baseball, hitting a golf ball consistently. If he can hit a baseball like that, I wonder if he's able to do that with a golf club because that would sound almost. I would think that's even more difficult, even though the ball's on a tee or sitting right. still. Anybody that's played golf knows that, like, just the tiniest little movement changes everything. I love I'd, Corey's I'll tell you, here. I'm going to – Sorry, continue, <laughs> and then we can go to it. I will, I will ask him that, and I'll report back. I like that. I'll find out. So Corey said that uh, that horn that Joey just went off says still gives me bad flashbacks to the April Fool's Day prank, <laughs> which – wasn't that was magical was a it magical might, it, it, when we look back at this season we'll definitely remember that day that was stucky and i got your ass yeah <laughs> all of you uh, I, I have PTSD get off my lawn <laughs> you punks that's what that was yeah um, i've never even heard of these prospects what a terrible haul yeah. a plus really execution you really, really did. did built the graphics yeah. up and then it turned me into a tiktok you're all welcome <laughs> uh, Cubs win 7-5 take the first game of this series against the Cardinals they've won three straight over the Brewers and Cardinals let's just call that the season yeah, yeah that's the <laughs> window you can just just forget the rest of it that's the window you want to look at 22 and 29 how did your bets do uh, as far as this game do, it went well I, I had Cubs money line uh, minus 110 it was pretty even uh was a lot more comfortable than I than I thought it would be going in. Uh, but when you score early and then Keegan Thompson shoves, well, you turn out to win bets. Uh, I made those bets on points bet, guys. Did you know that? I did not know that. That makes sense, though. Yeah. Points bet is where everyone should be making their bets. It's the best way to support CHGO. And uh, the best way to support CHGO is to download the points bet app. Use code CHGO when you sign up. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you receive a free CHGO membership, 
which unlocks all of our web content. You even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker, the dope merch, as we call it. Mm -hmm. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you. Remember that PointsBet is your home for live in-game betting. They even have a new exclusive feature, live NBA same-game parlay for the first time ever. Build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. You can even boost your live same-game parlays. And now online sign-up is available in Illinois. If you didn't know that, I don't know if you've been under a rock or wherever, but it has been available for like two months, three months. I don't know. I've lost track. It's been in Illinois for a while. You can literally get on your phone right now and download the PointsBet app and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. It's that easy. If Luke can do it, everyone can do it. I say it every show. Everyone likes to talk about it in the comments. I appreciate that. So we can remind everyone that if Luke can do it, so can you. Uh, I do <laughs> want to point out on Twitter before I get to our sponsor that uh, our friend Brendan Miller says, we might want Keegan to generate more whiffs as his development continues. The whiff rate currently sits around league average. Thinking here is at some point, get more comfortable with the secondary offerings. That'll lead to more whiffs. Listen, what, whatever. The pitch doctor is the pitch doctor. All I know is I like what I see. I like to see the progress, and that clearly would be maybe another step that would make him more likely to be a starter down the line. I just, I, yeah, I, boy, there's not much to complain about. I didn't sure. finish the ad read, but... Oh, I oh can, I thought you were done. No, Gambling I, I just looked at you to see if you were going to say anything. Sorry for the interruption, but shout out to Brendan. Thank you for the tweets. Brendan's right. Oh, I thought, yeah. I, here, I thought it was done. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Signing up with the fastest sportsbook is now easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. Like me, I live it every day. Use code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So what are you waiting for once the game starts? Don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Now it's done, Luke. That's the part I was missing. So we have Shane here says Contreras said he was not going to play tomorrow anyways, but is expected to be back on Saturday. So okay, that's promising. Makes sense. Okay. Doubleheader. He's yeah. going to catch one of those. Yeah. Probably. Uh, our next partner has a product I use literally every day. Started taking AG1 because I didn't have time. Wanted better gut health, more energy, and an optimized immune system. Now I've been on it for two weeks, and I love it. It doesn't taste super healthy. It's kind of mild, tropical taste. I look forward to taking it in the morning. Uh, so what is it? Well, a scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. A special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of those things. I get this noticeable boost of energy. So I take it first thing in the morning, and then I don't feel bad about eating a donut when I get to work or a cookie <laughs> that Joey brought back from dinner, whatever. You know, it's, it's all good. Really good cookies. Yeah, they were good cookies. Shout it's out awesome. Bent By Fork way, Bakery, Highland Park. Highwood, actually. <laughs> Bent Fork Bakery. Highwood, Illinois. I, I wasn't done with the ad read, Joey. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, or dairy-free, you're all good with AG1, and you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance for less than 3 bucks a day. And it's recommended by professional athletes. In fact, 7,000 five-star reviews. Right now, reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just a scoop in a cup of water. It's that simple. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to take care of your health. And to make it easy, 
Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs. Again, athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did I hear the little ding? There he is. And Ryan Herrera is in the building. Yeah, you did. So, Ryan, I I can breathe easy. I was told that you have tweeted, and we've been told Wilson Contreras is okay. Yes, Wilson Contreras, uh, you know, he says he's fine. I mean, he... He ran off the he ran off the field under his own power. Like it, it was pretty clear it wasn't. I didn't think it was anything too serious. And then you know, Rossi gave us the news that X-rays were negative. We talked to Wilson. He said, uh, you know, it kind of hit him above the ankle. Um, that you know he feels good and uh, he's ready to get back in the lineup. He said he was off tomorrow anyway, so he's going to get a day tomorrow. And then you know, I think knowing Wilson, I, he's going to try to be in there Saturday, maybe. Maybe Ross decides to give him an extra day, but I, I think it's you know, not, obviously nothing major. Keegan That's Thompson, impressive. Uh, anything Ross have to say about him, or did you hear from Keegan Thompson? What what was the key to his game tonight? I mean, it wasn't as good as he's been a couple times, but this was still another great start for him. Yeah, I mean, they both said that you know the he kind of just lost you know kind of the command right there at the end, uh, the last inning. Uh, Keegan said like very disappointed he couldn't get those last two or with those two walks um and then ross kind of just mentioned the command but uh like we kind of would say and, and they both said it's so solid start um longest start longest they've ever let him go in a game almost 90 pitches um yeah I mean, it wasn't like you said Luke, it wasn't the keegan thompson we came to know as like a two and two third three and a third inning shutdown reliever um, but obviously you can't expect that every time. And then what I think the most encouraging sign is if he is to stick in the rotation, they got him, what was it, 88, 89 pitches today? Like they got him up there and he he did well. He got five and a third, three runs. You know, he, he gets out of that inning and that's a quality start, which the Cubs don't have a whole lot of those this year. Um, yeah, so again, it, it wasn't like a dominant performance, but it was, it was a solid start and definitely like an encouraging sign um, for both of them. Keegan say that he thought he did okay because I remember against the White Sox he said he thought he sucked. Yeah, I remember he said he felt like he had gotten lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that he, he said, yeah, basically, yeah. I got lucky as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, basically, I think he he said he felt good. He said he was you know able to command like he wanted to today again until it kind of got to that sixth inning and the walks. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think he he felt better about his stuff today. Um, I think you can see just in the um, just you look at how you know the pitches that he threw and the, his pitch mix. He mixed it up a lot more than he usually does um, through that changeup, and I think the sinker uh, more times, I mean, more you know, a higher percentage than he usually does in, the, in any of his outings. Um, and so I think he's kind of still working out a little bit of the kinks as far as you know he's a starter. He wants to have more. You know he's he's planning to go more than one time through the order. He's planning to. Um, you know, you can't. You need more pitches to be able to do that. So uh, he, he said he, you know, was trying to, especially the changeup, trying to mix that in a little bit more. But um, yeah, he, I, yeah, he, I, he didn't, <laughs> he didn't say anything about getting lucky today. Uh, I'll tell you that much. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear it. Did Did the Cubs mention anything about any in the last couple of days about 
an approach of taking the ball the other way because it just seems like we've seen it so much more than we did earlier in the season and specifically the last week or so, uh, whether it's Schwindel or Horn or whoever it might be, it seems like they're, they're just more willing to, to take the ball the opposite field. Um, I don't know that it hasn't really been talked about, but I think that's kind of just the makeup of some, you know, some of the hitters. We know Nico, you know, puts the ball the other way a lot um, because he can get to the ball on that side and he is a good contact hitter and he is good at kind of putting the ball where it's pitched to him. Same with Madrigal, that, uh, that single down the right field line there. Um, you know, he's a guy that can put the bat on the ball pretty much anywhere. Uh, just historically, he's a good contact hitter. And he's a guy that will put the ball to all fields, kind of hit it wherever it is. So I don't, I don't think it's any – or we haven't talked about um, any, like, specific conscious effort, like, or anything. I think it's just a lot of these guys have a makeup that allows them to be able to do that. And, and maybe, maybe they're just, you know – Maybe it is a conscious effort. We just haven't talked about it, but I think um, a lot. Just again, because some of these guys just have the ability to be able to do that, and maybe you're just seeing it a little more. It's good to see. Whatever the reason is, it's good to see because I think it's led to uh, the offense being better at, at times. That like nights where they score runs, seems like somebody's always going opposite field with it for a key hit. Tonight, mm-hmm. Madrigal was definitely one of them. Yeah, and the Madrigal's hit turned out to be really huge after the Bader home run in the top of the ninth inning. So perhaps a, a sign of good things to come for him because, you know, we, we're getting it from Clint Frazier now and, uh, you know, his last two games that he's played. Good to see Madrigal get a hit that wasn't an infield single. I was going to say uh, when, when Madrigal made that play, kind of going to his left, reached out, got it, made a little throw over to first. I can just like picture in my head Cody saying, I was told Nick Madrigal was a terrible defender. <laughs> I was thinking it a little bit. And then I think, wasn't it the same inning that the, the tag at second? The tag yeah. at second yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah. And I saw, so I was like, yeah, it was either the same inning or it wasn't very long after that. Yeah. So I'd, you know, I thought about it for a few seconds, but, you know, we, I think we could all sit here and agree that Nick Madrigal's de- defense has been better than. What we were, what we were told, like overall, his defense has actually been pretty good, all things considered. But I was only told that by Sox fans yeah. in the building who were happy to get rid of him. Yeah, I mean they were they told us that he couldn't <laughs> run. So I mean, yeah, he couldn't do anything. Know, I, I don't know. Honestly, they they could have used his hit today against the the Blue Jays. So uh, I'll say that the White Sox <laughs> the White Sox could use him right now because we only know, have one. Tim Anderson went down and was one? like, yeah, they're they're short some guys. Should we, should we send them back? No. No. Well, <laughs> unless right. they send in Robert or Crochet. Yeah. You want to send Andrew Vaughn this way? Andrew Vaughn for Madrigal. The deal is done. <laughs> Straight wow. up. We've nope. Up. nope. The up. Sox guys would not trade Andrew Vaughn for Mike Trout. No, Juan, they I, would not correct. for nothing. Yeah, he's untradeable. What about uh, Juan Soto? He, he does look like he's going to be he's a good player. Let's, let's take care <laughs> of who you got here, and, and we can address some rules. Because Ryan's bitter because I took Contreras, yeah. and I'm now <laughs> tied with. In a row. I'm, <laughs> I'm now tied with Cody. It is now five five three. No, and it's also it's also not fair because I'm not in the office. So then I just get a text. Who you got? All these other five players are gone. It's true. It's, and and I want to say bad. right now that Ryan, if you would like Contreras tomorrow, you're the first one to be able to pick him. <laughs> he is he's, all yours. <laughs> oh, oh, he's not playing. Oh, oh, oh shucks. 
And I won't take I do, him. I will say that I think I got last place. I'll admit that today. You're a man I'm of your you're, you're you're being a bigger man today. <laughs> sometimes five. sometimes things surprise us. I I just, don't have, I just don't have an argument. I just don't have an argument for no. it. No, Nico did get a hit. Jared, Jared had an argument for a few innings. Keegan for Thompson, Thompson, and then yeah. and then last run maybe kind of pushed it away. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but still, he p- more pitches than he's ever thrown. Right. So I'm I'm the winner. Is that what we're no, saying? No, you're in no. the you're you're in the conversation <laughs> for second place. <laughs> All right. Contreras gets it. I'll, well, what about basket homer for me? We did have uh, we had a commenter in the pregame show. Oh yeah. Who, I feel like we've got to at least acknowledge. Um, who was it? Was it Jack? Jack, Jack R. Jack, 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 Jack R. R. Who said? Who called it? He said Frank Schwindel, and we can't forget Schwindel three for four with the homer tonight. So Jack R. on here tonight? Is, I thought he was uh, in here was earlier. earlier. He might have bailed on Jack. Us. Well, there he was. I saw him. I saw uh, that's R. not the same. Jack. There, right there. Different... Different... Oh yeah, there he is. He always has the Bobby Knight. Yeah, yeah. He has the the IU. Go win tomorrow. That's the last we've heard from Jack. Jack R. If you listen to this later. You, we acknowledge feel, you. Were, yeah, I do think Jack R may take Schwindel every game. If I, yeah, <laughs> somebody's always yeah, throwing yeah. out Schwindel, and it might be Jack R. Yeah, sooner or later, I'm pretty sure. Got to be right. I, okay, <laughs> so Contreras had the two-run homer with which is two RBIs. Yes, correct. At a walk and was hit a, by a pitch, so he's three and times a, and a hit by a pitch, and then he had one run scored. Morel, one hit, which was a double, two runs scored, a walk. Yeah. And no Contreras RBIs. drove him in. Yeah, Contreras drove him in. <laughs> yeah. Fine. 5-5-3. Five, yeah, five, yeah, I, it's season I total, 5-5-3. Five, five, Tied for first. Now. I will not sit here and try to, you know, weasel my way in. Oh, come on. You don't even have an <laughs> argument. What's our record right now? I thought five, it was five Cody three? 5. No, no. No, because yeah, going in today, three? I had 6. It, it was 6-5-4. I thought it. I thought no, it was six wait. four three. Double it was play. six four yeah, three. Yeah. So now it's six yeah. five three. I have five. Yes, you're correct. Six five All three. Right. And I have one down ballot vote. Yes. A, I did right add your name, Jared, and yeah, I just have nothing. Left. All right. I'm going I got to get on the board. Wake up in the morning and send a text in the group chat, letting you know who I picked for that day, because or else I get. Because you were last, like, yes. As as last oh, place, right, you early. get the first pick. Tomorrow. I do think maybe maybe it becomes first come first serve. Like you know, as soon as the clock strikes midnight, if no, there's a game that day, I, first no, person to say it. it. Hey Joey, stay out of our business. So in, 50, <laughs> in fifty-five minutes, let's. That's first not, of all, we all yeah, know midnight, that I'm technologically than slower than everybody else. That's and an Luke's, unfair advantage. Luke's struggling to stay <laughs> awake when ageism. we're watching the games over. <laughs> there. That's called ageism. First, first pitch was seven oh five. I got a text at like seven oh three, asking who I got. I knew you were busy at the ballpark. I didn't want to distract you. Um, no, we, Will it has was the definitely real not seven oh three because we had to have we our had pregame. Pre-game. Right. I yeah, had your picks yeah. on the graphic. So it might have been a half hour before pregame that you got Ryan, that text. No exaggerating. Yeah. You're the beacon of truth out there. We need you to be no. factual yeah. to the core. What is the saying? Well, we can't. We can't let the facts get in the way of a good story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah that's, there it is. Well. Um, <laughs> Will Collins has the uh, he says time for real questions. Any word on Schwindel going to Murphy's tonight? <laughs> not with a day game tomorrow. I don't think the quick probably, turnaround. Probably not a wise choice if he's you know expects to be in the lineup tomorrow. But maybe if but, he knows he's not, uh, go. He is over know, at Murphy's. Throw down a couple. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean, I, lights. I, I, That's I, what he always drinks. Go check. I could always go check. I'm right here. 
Yeah, <laughs> just you walk can't do it. <laughs> Take yeah. your phone and keep you know and stay on with us and walk over and check in on them. <laughs> you earned it, Ryan. Uh, so, Ryan, any? Uh, I mean, we kind of talked about it in pregame, but uh, any any real speculation behind uh, Caleb Killian being in that doubleheader? I, I know Ross said what he said before the game, but any anything else post game asked or anything about it? Uh, I mean, nothing. I, yeah, like you said, pregame, he's kind of just wait and see. Like, you know, doesn't. It's obviously still TBD um, for that day. And I know last week they kind of got asked, and he said, like, no for Killian. But that was before Wiley went on the IL. That was before Drew Smiley went on the IL. Um, no, like, new speculation is, oh, I mean, no new, like, nothing to set fire to anything. It's just like, the speculation's out there and you see it. Um, it definitely is a situation where Caleb Killing could come in. I just, uh, they're not revealing their hand before the chips were all in, I guess. Poker all reference. Right. Look at that. Yeah, I did see they pushed back his start, his next start indefinitely. So I, I oh. think at least it, oh. with the possibility that he gets called up, I was at least preparing for, you know, yeah, we don't want to. days. Um, yeah. yeah, we don't want to burn what him. What was it like? Monday or Tuesday was he was like slated to start like was would have been his right. rest day to start Monday or Tuesday so I can see that and then just in case like they obviously don't want to burn him today uh, when he could be pitching Saturday I, I again nothing new nothing to like stoke the fire or anything it's just I think that's a, a fun thing that everyone wants to speculate on um, I guess you know we'll, we'll kind of see maybe they'll surprise us tomorrow. I just think if if Cody wants to have the jersey for Saturday, he's going to have to order it tomorrow. <laughs> so, you know, tomorrow morning is probably the last time yeah. you could order that jersey and expect it with overnight shipping to be here for Saturday. I'm just throwing that out there. Otherwise, That's fair, you're fair do point. One of those duct tape. Yeah, you're going to do it. Sure, I can yeah. take one of my thousand jerseys I have in my dresser and just put some duct tape and write his name a on sharpie it. Sharpie, and yeah. there you go. Yeah, I right. make it done. I, I, I make things work when I have to. Anything else, Ryan, before we let you go? No. Uh, no, this is obviously a big win. Uh, they were blasting music when we got in the clubhouse. So, uh, first Cardinals. But some, I saw something that it was like the latest they've ever played the Cardinals for the first time in a season, like outside of 2020 and like however many years it's been. Like that's – it did feel weird to like they hadn't, they hadn't seen the Cardinals at all this year. But obviously a big win for them. Um, who we got tomorrow? It's Strowman tomorrow. Yeah, um, Strowman on the mound. Michaelis. Uh, yeah, Michaelis. Miles Michaelis. Yeah. I don't. I actually don't know how to say his name. That uh, it's Michaelis. Yeah, it be, I'll be here. Uh, you know, it's a quick turnaround, but I'll. I'm gonna truck through it, and then we got Saturday and Sunday to go to. All, All right. Well, hopefully the uh, media buffet is good tomorrow. Maybe they'll have uh, breakfast on Friday instead of Saturday. It's a day game, 120. You might get some scrambled eggs oh, and pancakes those chicken there. and waffles. Usually, final, final. Usually, you, Go ahead, sorry. As I was going to say, usually I can manifest like the last two times I've said chicken and waffles yeah. they have been chicken and waffles. Wow. So I'm not, I'm not going to manifest it tomorrow. I think Saturday is more likely. But we'll, Saturday we'll for the, the, the doubleheader. For the oh, night for game the when I'll be yeah. there. Yeah. Yes. Because we're – Ryan's going to tag me in for the second game You might just get a Saturday, box lunch so, for the second game. Yeah. 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 It'd be like Probably. bologna sandwiches or something. Yeah, yeah, it's not as good. Hopefully there's still some brownies because that's the best Ooh, thing they have. That's true. That's it's true. quality those are, brownies. Those are hard to lay off of. Final real question. It's very real. There's nothing fake about it, Ryan. 
But in your in your <laughs> opinion, I would love to know who would win a race. Here we go. Yachty, Pujols, Tony Larusa, or re- retired Miggy Montero. I would love and that's to LaRusa know your, 2022. Your, your unbiased opinion about who would win <laughs> that race. I saw Miggy Montero down in spring training. Um, He's quick. But... I just, eh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Montero. I'm gonna go Montero. I watched. I watched yeah. Yachty and and Pujols. That that who hit, someone hit Pujols. I think hit into a double play or something. Yeah, and it was Pujols. Yeah. That that felt like that double play took an hour to get turned, and he still didn't. <laughs> it. And I was like, man, they had so much time. Like they could have thrown it out to Ian Happ, let him like jump him a ball and throw it back in, and still would have gotten. That is, it was. It took a long time for him to get down the first baseline. This but, was yeah. my favorite part of talking to Ryan tonight. Just yeah. like the yeah. just like the Twitter poll, Ryan agrees that yep. Miggy Montero Miggy probably Montero. wins that race. I don't He's even got know. The wheels. Yeah. I don't All we know is that Grandal is coming in last. Grandal is coming in last. Yeah. I don't think Montero's ever lost one of one of the polls that no. he's been thrown in on that uh, on the account. He's fast, he man. <laughs> he's quicker <laughs> than he looks. I'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> All right, Ryan. Oh, Thanks. We appreciate it. Uh, have fun out there tomorrow. All right, gents. We'll see you later. If you, you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download that points bet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only you get those sweet two risk-free bets up to two grand, but if you make that $50 or more first-time deposit, you get a free CHGO membership. Unlocks Ryan's stuff, Jared's stuff, the web content. What was that article about again? Ian Hap switch Ian ha- hitting. Ian Hap switch hitting. There you go. And uh, you also get a shirt from the CHGO Locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at all chgo.com, and we will help you out in case you missed it. Sign up going on right now for online in Illinois. Download the PointsBet app right now. Register your account start to finish all from your phone. I always say it. If Cody can do it, you can do it. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, before we get to the pitching matchup we touched on there briefly, I do want to point out the cup tower. Oh, God. That was obvious shirts tweeted it, and we want to point out that we figured out really what's going on here. So there, there's this cup tower, not a cup snake, a tower being built this in the bleachers. Level, yeah. Yeah. This is next level. And, of course, the security guard comes over and knocks it over, knocks all the cups down. I don't know how many levels it was. But it looks like it's 10 or 11 high. Yeah. Oh, this is. Oh, yeah. That's a serious pyramid right there. First of all, yeah. 213,000 views. <laughs> but we didn't. We thought, well, now, how could that be done? And then we found out that it. We thought Joey just went to dinner for his birthday. Turns out he went to Wrigley, pounded about 700 beers right there, just made a like tower that. with his buddies. Yeah. Yeah. And then right back. To and the then office. and then this guy mm-hmm. ruined all the fun. And I just thought, I mean, the guy goes in there. And just dispassionately, you know, I'm a security guard. This is my job. Yes, I must I, knock over I, your tower. I must knock them this over. This is not personal. I'm just, you know. Just it, doing my job. I'm just doing my job here, people. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I have thoughts about the cup snakes and whatnot. Yeah, but what I, are they? What are they, Jared? Because I don't like them. I, <laughs> I, I have this wild idea that, you know, when you go to a baseball game, you should watch the game. Oh, um, so oh. I don't know. And at what, $15 a beer? Yeah. 
okay, it's like 12, but yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, but no, give give Tom Ricketts some credit, (laughs) you know, whatever. Let's people have their fun. And as long as it's not hurting anybody, then I don't see the problem. Although, but this one, I can see why maybe it was blocking a a view, but perhaps he could have walked up to them and said, could you take this down rather than just perhaps? Yes. How are they going to take, they're going to do the same thing. They're going to knock it down. The way I look at it is it's a COVID tower. It's everybody's saliva standing All on top of each other. Like, what are we doing? Down yeah. The, yeah. 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 Then you got to make hot. this poor old man go over there and knock the whole thing down. <laughs> Tower day COVID. Yeah. I, uh, Cups are even worse. They're all holding the COVID over each other's heads, passing it around. Yeah. I will uh, just say that once again, it is different here. That's all I got. I mean, when, when Joe from Obvious Shirts tweeted that out, uh, you know, we saw it on the broadcast, but not the entire thing. Um, so when I saw it online, I was just like, "What? W- what else would you expect in the bleachers? Like, if you're a bleacher security guard, there's no way you see that, and you're like, you've been waiting for this moment probably every <laughs> yeah. night that you're like, dreams about that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go punch the shit out of it, and it fly. It's gonna fly everywhere. I'm not just gonna say, "Hey, can you take this down?" You've been at the game every night i'm gonna that's go true. it's gonna be exaggerated bah get out of here that's right watch the game you know that, what he this guy done? is he's worked there for probably 30 years waited he's pictured in yeah. his mind what he was gonna before do. they had i hope cups he was working there he said yeah. back when they were like carved out of wood yeah he was big, he was at that game wooden beer stein he should have pulled the bottom cup out and oh, just he should have yeah. stared them all down walked over taking the bottom cup and flicked it with his finger and just watched that just tower crumbled looked him dead in the eye and it said yeah. get off he said every night lawn. tonight maybe tonight's the night some idiots try to make a pyramid in my section you know and do you maybe think there's like a tonight. security guard text chain where they're all now sending this video to each other and they're like you know look what well he's viral now did. right he's yeah. viral so yeah, yeah. they've got to be pretty excited about he's that famous. i've got to figure yeah. yeah and a shout out to the wrigley security because i do like them and i think that they do a good job we're not making fun of you no i'm, I'm happy for you Bill I just says bleachers I, I, are the wild, wild west, and Robbie says, I think it's pretty cool. Disgusting to me, but cool. <laughs> yeah, it's just I like that's, people yeah. having fun, but yeah, it yeah. is kind of disgusting. I won't lie. Um, yeah, it's my yeah. two cents on that. Yeah, no, I, everyone's entitled to their opinion. We, we were talking about earlier, right, Joey? We were, you know, you know as two young guys here, and l- let's be real, the, the bleachers are all mainly full of people around me and Joey's age. Yeah. Um, I know I just turned 31, but let, let's, let's not act like I'm that old, okay? Uh, but I think, like, when I was there last night, there was this guy in front of me who he just kept screaming for people to, like, bring him cups so they could start the snake. And, like, like I have no issue with starting the snake. Like, if anything, I, the, the amount of times I have contributed to helping build the cup snake is way too many to count. It takes more than two hands. But there's just, like, a way to go about it. This guy was, like, screaming it. I'm, like, sitting here trying to watch the game. It's, like, the fifth inning. And, like, the Cubs are either going to get out of this inning with scoring runs or not. And I, I want to know. And, like, so that was kind of like what me and Joey were talking about is it's the way you go about it. Don't be that screaming drunk asshole. Just mm-hmm. get your – get like, just let people – like, let the, let the section know, hey – I'm the guy, and then they will send their cups down. They they will do it. They make sure it happens. I've got an idea. Obvious shirts makes a shirt 
for that guy. I'm the yeah. cup snake guy. <laughs> the cup snake guy. The there cup snake guy. So obvious shirts if you're watching. That is a great idea. Go. I've got yeah. an idea for you. There you go. Well, you know, so the way we look at it is cup snakes and cup towers are not allowed. Stealing bleacher Jeff's seat is allowed. <laughs> Those are the new rules. Don't even bark up that tree, Luke. They will come for you. <laughs> they will come for you, Luke. Uh, okay, so tomorrow, Cup Snake or not, Marcus Stroman against Miles Michaelis. Stroman now has the RA under four, and Michaelis has been really good. His is under three, two, six, seven. Mm-hmm. Um, what do the Cubs need to do to somehow get the first two of this series? I just say offensively, more the same. Find a couple guys that can hit the ball out, and everybody else, get on base. The one thing I will say they've been lucky on is there have been some base running errors the last couple games. They've been fortunate to get away with wins mm-hmm. because there's been a couple times where you thought, well, that could have been another run, and it could come back to haunt them. They've been fortunate. They need to clean up the base running a little bit. Yeah, tonight, yeah. Frazier trying to get mm-hmm. second base on what they made a throw home and then – they got him at second or whatever. Or maybe it was a throw to third. I don't remember. Um, yeah, that, uh, that's been something. That's been an issue all, all season. I don't know what it is. We were kind of joking like, oh, we don't hit a lot of home runs, so we just got to force the issue a lot. I, David Ross kind of said that. He's like, yeah. I, like the, I like the chances yeah, they're taking. He was mm-hmm. asked about that last night, about the aggressiveness on the base paths, and that's, that is what he said. He, he said, you know, you, you got, that means you take the good with the bad. Um, so there are going to be some of these, you get picked off at first or you get thrown out at home, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, Luke, I'm kind of with you where I think maybe we dial it back just a little bit. So we're not trying so hard to take some of those extra bases and yeah. giving up it's outs. A big, it's a big momentum killer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, 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 I too think to get another win tomorrow, you need the offense to continue to be able to string hits together like they did tonight. Because um, I, I think we can count on Stroman as at least going to give you a quality out, outing. You know, get into the sixth inning. At most, he's given up two or three runs, most likely. So I think he's going to do his, ju- his part. It's going to be a question of, is the offense going to continue what they've done? And he's going to get the real show, too. I think he's said how much he loves coming to Wrigley Field. Well, he's going to get Friday, 120, Cardinals, Weather's 80 degrees. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's... He's going to get the real feel if the Cubs can provide some offense for him tomorrow. He'll get, he'll get the experience of Wrigley Field. The Cup Snake will be from left <laughs> field all the way to right field by the end of the day if they play well. Um, I'm looking up Miles Michaelis' numbers. His last outing against Milwaukee gave up six earned with two homers. Outing before that, he gave up a homer as well, three earned, so it was a little bit better. But uh, in almost all his starts, he has been able to go into the, at least the fifth inning um, or at least the sixth inning, his last five starts. So he's been able to go deep. But, again, his last couple starts, he's given up some runs. Uh, he started off the season real hot, but last couple outings, he's given up at least three. So, uh, you know. Maybe the Cubs are getting them at the right time, but the numbers for the season are very, very good. Stroman, you know, according to the internet, and I know Twitter is just a small percentage, but a lot of Cardinals fans wanted Marcus Stroman, and then they were pissed off when he chose the Cubs 
and we all knew the Cubs were either going to be a 500 team at best, and he chose the Cubs over the Cardinals. I don't know if the Cardinals even talked to him, but again, they were very mad. They didn't get Marcus Stroman. They can deny it all they want, but it is you can just literally go search his name around the date. It's easy find. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I would love to see Marcus Stroman shove one down the Cardinals' throats tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, good to have you in again. You going to burn that heater on the way home? I sure will. Nice. Cubs win 7-5. to five. Uh, Thanks for dropping in to check out the CHGO Cubs postgame show. Cubs win. They'll try it again on Friday. Friday 120, we'll be here for the postgame show afterwards. Hope you'll join us then. Until then, fly the W.